Hi, my name is Titi Mutendi and you are listening to Enterprising Families Podcast. Welcome to the world of Enterprising Families where we discuss the issues of governance, next gen and looking at how families of wealth and family businesses growing into families of wealth can preserve their wealth, become better as they go forward into a new generation. Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of Enterprising Families and on this episode of Enterprising Families I am so excited to be discussing the topic transparency in family businesses. We know how important it is to be transparent especially when you're collaborating and working together because it builds up trust and it also manages people's expectations but to unpack this further, I have with me Linda Salim, and we are going to be going deep into her own experiences, her own observations, as well as how we can handle transparency in family businesses. So welcome, Linda. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to be having you unpack this uh, topic with me. And before we jump into it, I would like you to just introduce yourself to my audience so that they know who you are and what you do. All right. Uh, My name is Linda Salim and I am here in Indonesia. Um, I would say that I am first and foremost an entrepreneur. Right now I'm running my health tech um, startup in both Indonesia and Malaysia. But at the same time, I'm also a member of multiple family business. Uh, My dad's side has about like three or four family businesses and my mom has several as well. And I am the director of two of them. And at the same time, I got my PhD in uh, family business succession. So um, every once in a while, uh, people who know um, that I have that expertise will ask for my advice or um, ask me to basically bridge the generation gaps in their own family businesses. Right. And it's always um, awesome to have on the show people who are working in family businesses, who have experience firsthand on some of the challenges that we face in family businesses, as well as the journey itself in building wealth, because it looks so glamorous when you're on the outside and you're seeing the business growing. But when you're on the inside, there's so many little moving parts that we have to be so mindful of. And because of that, that's why we're discussing transparency today. So from your experience, what is transparency? What does it look like? What does it feel like? And why is it important? Well, first of all, um, when I hear the word transparency, I have in my head the pictures of a lot of people probably like screaming at each other or seeing um, things that the other party don't like to hear. But to me, um, that's very important. I mean, like we were raised to... um, say um, to be honest with love right to say the truth in love right and in uh, in family businesses what I see is that a lot of truth are not being said because of the fear of conflicts be it, uh, the fear of offending the other party and so on and so forth however um in the long run, it's very dangerous because a lot of things are being unsaid, a lot of, a lot of hurts, a lot of knots are 
uh, not being untangled. And when I say transparency, it's not like screaming names, calling each other's names and cursing and swearing, but just like simply be concise and be truthful and say like, hey, you know what? Um, this is going to hurt, but I want you to hear something um, that I think you need to improve or you need to change. And um, basically, um, as family, as relative, risk um, offending our, um, the other party for a short time for a better future. Yes. Um, I like how you unpack that. And I, I like the image that you gave of you, you see shouting people and uh, shouting voices. Um, and I guess it's when we look at transparency, um, it is framed in that it's important across any global conversation you might have and any personal conversation you might have. However, right. also at the same point is something that people sometimes are afraid of because um, it, it comes with different um, implications. Um, it might be tra your transparency is allowing yourself to be vulnerable or allowing yourself to, to give your thoughts that might not necessarily be agreeable with, with everybody else. And um, but exactly, it's, but it's the truth, and um, people struggle with that. From your experience, what is the best way to start exercising transparency, and what would you define as these are the these are some of the areas in which transparency is necessary to start that trust building relationship um, that will make transparency a daily practice? First of all, you're very right, Siti. I mean, like without trust, there's no transparency. I mean, like um, it requires both parties to be vulnerable. And a lot of times only one party is vulnerable and the other party can be using the vulnerable party to um, basically get back at them or something like that, you know? Um, and I think the way I usually start um, being transparent, like seeing something that may not be pleasing to the other party's ear is to just like simply give them, give them a warning. Hey, you know what? Um, you know, we're not perfect. Um, I'm not perfect and neither are you. Um, do you mind if I tell you something that you need to um, change that I think um, you've been offending other parties and like give them a slight warning sometimes sometimes I've found in my own uh, family business they're not willing to see that angle that they've never seen before most of the times it's not ready they're not ready and I've had this with a few relatives that like months ahead, they would say like, hey, you know what? Um, you told me that I need to change. You told me that there are things that you want um, to tell me that, that I would like. What was it? And then um, as soon as I give a, uh, get a green light, I will tell them um, my opinion. 
and I might be wrong, I could be right. And there's actually a few occasions that they actually encounter problems because of the shortcomings that I was going to reveal to them. So mm -hmm. it all worked out. If um, we meet that way, then it's perfect. I can help them and they can, um, we can be accountable partners. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think most. So yeah, and and sorry, please carry on. Go ahead. And in terms of family business, I think um, although we're although we are raised in similar environment, but that's that's a possibility for a lot of frictions, right? When we're with our siblings, when we're with our parents, there's a there's a lot of potential that like unimportant hurts from the past. It's like, mm -hmm. hey, you called me short when I was five, you know, and we brought it like ahead uh, until we were all adults and I still hold grudges, you know. So in the sense of family, especially family business, we're not only dealing with people who have seen us uh, bearing beaten, like seen us in our, our in our lowest days and uh, we're still connected. We still have to deal with each other. Mm -hmm. And plus now we don't have to deal with them um, only in family settings. We also have to deal with them at work. You know, so it, it, it's tough not to have trust toward each other. Um, it's trust, it, it's, it's tough not to second guess when uh, we're meeting our siblings or our parents, when they say something, without trust, without transparency, it's just hard to not assume they hold grudges and they get back to you for past hurts, you know? Yes. So I think it, it's it's very, very important. Yes. Um, and I love the, uh, what you said about the fact that we all make mistakes and that's part of transparency where we see each other as human beings instead of seeing each other as superhumans and also see the fact that um, whether it's a personal or professional setting, everyone is open to making mistakes. Those mistakes can be costly when we are not transparent more than they are when we are able to, to be transparent and, and be able to step up and acknowledge where we've made a mistake and allow other people right. to then carry us through because ultimately um when you're always being transparent or trying to always be transparent you breed trust so as you have navigated the various position you, you you hold in the family business it can't be easy when uh, like you said when you're dealing with family because there's a lot of emotion and relationship which um, sometimes overshadows the business. So we sometimes are fail to see the, the logic in terms of this mm -hmm. would be the right way to do it. And we are overclouded by our judgment of somebody or our previous experience of somebody, just as you were explaining. What would be the best place if you are on the receiving end in terms of you've probably broken someone's um, trust at some point and you're trying to build this and you're trying to build this primarily through um, creating transparency in your relationship and in your dealings with that person. What would be like some of the first steps of what you'd need to do? You're right. Um, it's not that probably I've uh, failed someone. I have like 
uh, blown up um, somebody else's trust big time in the past. I mean, like, especially when I, uh, when talking about my parents' hopes and wishes for me. But um, where I start redeeming it is, it takes hard work. It takes groundwork. It takes time mm -hmm. to basically just, what I did was I basically stepped completely away. I stepped completely away. I moved to a different city. So it's a, I rebuilt my life. Mm -hmm. I got a new job and uh, basically slowly um, coming back to the family and kind of like shedding layers of um, the disappointment that I caused my family. And but when I come back and then I see my hometown, they start to see that, hey, you're not the same person that, that um, who fought with me when you left um, the company. You know, so it, it it does take a lot of groundwork on my part. It also take a lot of waiting games, a lot of showing my families that, hey, you know what? Uh, I screwed up. I made a mistake. We disagreed. But, you know, I'm still here and I'm rebuilding. I'm fixing it. So it takes a lot of humility and time. I love that. It takes humility and humility in itself is not um, ultimately give, uh, letting go or um, giving up on your beliefs and your values or your standpoint. But right. Uh, allowing yourself to be vulnerable to your family. And I think creating safe spaces for family is probably one of the most um, important things, especially um because when we feel like our family is the first community um, that we know from birth, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they know us like inside and out. And sometimes they know us better than ourselves. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, and I, I, I love the fact that you, um, you looked at yourself you looked at your shortcomings, you took a step back, um, and then you re-engaged when you were at a point where you felt that you could start building those relationships. And um, it's it's important because um, it just shows sometimes you don't have to do it immediately. You don't have to immediately start engaging, but you need to um, take a look at yourself work on yourself as an individual before you re-engage everybody else because to a certain extent, um, you need to see yourself in a different light than you probably are currently seeing yourself and then allow that um, person that you are or that you are becoming to be the person that your family then interacts with. Am I right? Right, yeah. And especially it's, um, you're right. It's like, it's almost impossible to, you know, like re-engage immediately after the conflict because see i come from asian culture and we are very collective it's even hard for me to first like get a job and start my own business because a lot of people are saying that hey uh you're silly your your parents your family owns companies and you have to find a job elsewhere and you have to work hard uh, building your own company and so on and so forth. So it's very hard to disagree with our family. It's very hard to swim away from the pack. 
So um, especially after we have that conflict, if we if we force ourselves to re-engage, to come back immediately and to resolve the problems, it's almost impossible. We're going to play like good guy, bad guy. We almost um, will have to force other family members to take a side. Yes, and that in itself can cre create uh, a division within the family because as the family um, is, is trying, it, it's almost like you have, you're have going through a healing process and healing is a consistent ongoing. Right, yeah. Each family member is mm -hmm. different. Each family member brings um, their own um, personality, their own experiences and their own viewpoint. And for you, what has been the, um, the strongest um, the strongest moments when working with family? What are the things that you feel like as as I work with family? These are some of the defining moments that I feel like if other people who work in family uh, family businesses uh, focused on this or even considered this, it will go in a long way in helping them. I think uh, there are two things that I think is most important, especially coming from Asia. Uh, one is not to look around and compare ourselves to others. Because like I said, a lot of people have come up to me and say like, you don't need to get a job. You don't need to start your own company. You should help your father. Or you should have your family with the family business. And um, like referring back to our peers, referring back to um, the society, the community around us, it can be difficult because just because the society is doing it, just because everybody is doing it, doesn't mean it's right for us. Doesn't mean it's uh, right for our family. Absolutely. And doing what's right for your family is means that it, it it's really about understanding your family and understanding your right, yeah. right? Yeah. And the other thing I, that, that, that I notice is that as a family, sometimes we're so quick to judge the other member because um, I'm like, I often like, oh, I know her since I was born and she's always, you know, so, so it's, it's a lot of always and never. And if we would kind of like take time and step back a little bit and um, just like, take the other party's shoes, take the other party's position? Would we um, say the same thing they say if we were them? It's, I found out that it's simple, but at the same time, it gives us, it opens up our world on like why and how the other person say or think that way. Because we always think as our position as the supreme, as the clearest, as the rightest. I think, and I think the thing is, um, ultimately, as individuals, without even knowing it, we place our interests first, and having those conversations where we we are transparent to each other, and we are also honest with each other, we probably will also realize that. Uh, some of our interests are aligned with other people and collaboratively it, it gets us to achieve and realize those goals faster. Yes, yes, yes. A lot of times uh, when I'm uh, both in my family as well as uh, consulting other family businesses, a lot of times when we probe 
deeper um, individually into like different family members, they actually have the same goal. It's just that they have different process because they were raised differently. Um, they grew up in 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 different setting, in different um, economic development, and like uh, they just have different per- perspective. But the end goal is usually almost always the same. And it's funny how how um, how much um, arguments we have if we are if we are already facing the same direction, going to the same place. Mm-hmm. 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 So at the, at the end of the day, it, it's like, um, it's also helpful to always remember the goal, always remember the destination so that we're not like, okay, you know, like a few wrong turns, like um, if you turn left and I turn right, it's okay as long as we reach the same destination. Yes, yes, absolutely. And it allows us also to collaborate, which I think um, I am such an advocate for collaboration. And I feel like collaboration doesn't necessarily always mean that we are aligned, but um, it it just means that we we see this the goal as the same and we can find ways to work together. Um, it's even better when we right, are blind, yeah. but it doesn't necessarily always have to be mm-hmm. the reality uh, to make things work. Right, exactly. And I think it's it's uh, actually like diversity is great because we can fill each other in if we all have the same opinions and the same way of doing things. Uh, I feel like we're incomplete. And, and a lot of families... Uh, um, Sometimes we are forced, in my family at one point, we were forced to think the same way, to conform. Mm-hmm. And that's actually very dangerous because it, it actually stunt growth because we're not complete. Before we close up this conversation, what are the top three um, takeaways that you would like people to have and keep with them as they navigate transparency within their relationships, within family businesses, as well as within their personal relationship within the family? Hmm, Good question. Let's see. First of all, is always, of course, be humble. Like um, sometimes we forget to be humble. As in, in arguments, we, uh, I, um, for one, is guilty for always thinking that, hey, I am right. You should listen to me, you know. So um, it helps to be humble, to to kind of like, hey, everybody has the same agenda. Um, and everybody needs to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And sometimes other people have very good and solid point to to say. That's number one, and number two, obviously, what we started with. Um, do not be afraid of conflict. I mean, like argument, conflict. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to break our relationship. In fact, a lot of arguments, a lot of conflict strengthen a relationship. In my family, for example, we were afraid to 
disagree. Mm -hmm. We were afraid to disagree because, like I said earlier, it feels like everybody else are are being forced to take sides. Mm -hmm. But um, the reason why I had a lot of conflicts in my 20s with my parents is because I don't mind seeing what's on my mind. And um, over time, again, after I reconciled with them, um, over time, they realized that, hey, she's different. I don't know where she came from, but uh, she's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, but again, like it takes time, it takes work. At the end of the day, I'm the child and their parents, they're, they're my right? And I happen to be the youngest in the family. So when I was younger, it's, it sounds like I, I was just rebelling. I just, I was just trying to be different. And mm -hmm. I was when I was younger. That's why I made a lot of mistakes. However, I realized that as I get older, as I uh, look around, as I uh, had a lot of arguments with my parents and had to step away and then come back and reconcile with them, it turns out that, no, I am just thinking different. But um, at the same time, I also broke open my relationship with my parents. And um, over time, I help them to realize that hey it's okay to be different just because we disagree it's like um it's like hey it's safe to disagree it's okay even if i'm the only one and nobody else is on my side that's okay but this is my opinion i can be right i can be wrong and uh it's it brings us into a much healthier relationship as a family just because somebody somebody uh, take the time and um, care enough to say like, hey, there's a different opinion. If you don't agree, that's okay. But in case your opinion doesn't work, in case your way doesn't work, there's another way that you're worth trying. You know, so um, especially for us in the collective culture, do not be afraid to 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 say a different opinion. To like have a conflicting ideas and things because it leads to much more diverse much more um fulfilling relationship with our families yes absolutely thank you so so much once again linda i appreciate your time and the experience that you're able to unpack for us on this episode of enterprising families thank you for having me here it's been fun mm -hmm.